1: Welcome into Loho Daily. I'm Lawrence Holmes, a.k.a. Loho. And today we're going to do a little bit more X and O conversation than we ordinarily do on Loho Daily. But it's fun, and that's one of the reasons why I like doing this podcast, is because it gives me a chance to do some different stuff. Over the last week doing the show, there was a conversation about pitch framing that I had with a couple different people. And it had to do with Wilson Contreras I don't want this to seem like we're picking on Wilson by the way I'm just using him as a jumping off point for us to have the discussion there was a a pitch in one of the games where Jim Deshays had said on the broadcast if Wilson is able to catch that more quietly he would get Kyle Hendricks a strike it ended up being a balls, a 1-0 pitch in in the top of the, f- bottom of the fifth, in- top of the fifth, in- bottom of the fifth inning in Houston. And one of the biggest criticisms of Wilson Contreras since he made it to the major leagues was that he wasn't a particularly good pitch framer. Now, I, I played a little bit. I would never, ever, ever tell you that what I know about pitch framing is, is is significant enough to be applied to a major league catcher. Even someone who was converted to the position, played third base, he's played a little bit of outfield, and he's found a home as a catcher. So I started asking questions of people who actually did know. But first, let me give you some background on Contreras. Contreras actually believes that he's not as good of a pitch framer as he could be that he could be better at it. I take this from Mark Gonzalez, who wrote this back in spring training in the Tribune. He had five takeaways from spring training, and the second one was, Wilson Contreras got help from his younger brother. Gonzo goes on to write, in an effort to shore up his pitch framing, one of his weaknesses, the Cubs catcher listened to his brother, William, a catching prospect in the Braves organization. Contreras said he now moves his glove by a quarter turn, but keeps the pocket on the corner of the strike zone. Quote, I'm relaxing my glove hand and have rhythm when I catch the ball. I was too stiff. William was right. Coach Mike Borzello told me the same thing. Close quote. Contreras acknowledged that pitch framing has been one of his biggest issues since 2017. Quote, you learn from everybody. You take what, you've got to take close quote. The often emotional Contreras said he's going to be more subdued and let his performance speak for him. He's encouraged by a batting adjustment in which he loads his left backside sooner that has helped produce two home runs. Manager Joe Madden said he's also encouraged, but warned that Contreras will face pitchers with higher velocity in the upcoming weeks. Now we know that whatever he did at the plate, he has worked because he has had an incredible year, an incredible year. Offensively, but defensively are where some of the questions lie. That's one of the the glaring things that people look at. I I will tell you my personal opinion is there's probably too much attention paid to it, and I know that it saves runs and it clearly cost Kyle Hendricks more pitches in that game that I was talking about last week. That being said, pitch framing is both art and science. It's not easy to describe, but you do sometimes you can see like, oh, okay, that's a that's a ball in the strike zone that that Wilson or any catcher allowed to carry away from the strike zone when they're receiving it, and those things do matter. And I, I don't want to act like they don't. In fact, the whole reason for the podcast is so you can you and I can both learn more about the science and the art of it. So, first things first. I had Wilson's manager, Joe Madden. On I talk with him every Tuesday on The Score at noon. Joe's a former catcher. He knows all this stuff. He loves to talk about it. And I enjoyed him really breaking it down. Really breaking it down and, and saying, look, this is what I teach. So here's the part of the conversation where Joe and I got into Contreras, his defense and framing. We usually talk about Contreras is hitting Wilson's hitting. I wanted mm-hmm. to talk a little bit about him defensively because, because you know that position as well as any on the field. How do you think he, he is doing defensively and where do you think he can still get better?
0: Well, I mean, the big controversy there is always the the framing that's become such a, a real in commentary with uh, baseball today. I know he's working at different things to try to uh, be able to hold edges better, hold the low ball better. That's primarily where the where he's going to uh, continue to work at to become more of an elite catcher defensively. But he is elite when it comes to throwing and blocking um, and game calling. He's He's got a real strong sense of what's going on. Uh, so the biggest uh, area for improvement for him, and he knows it, it would just be receiving edges. And there's technique involved in that, and he's definitely, listen, he's heard it all, and he's tried different things, and he's trying different things. And when a guy's converted to the position like that, and it doesn't come as naturally, it may take longer to get him where you want him to be. However, having said, said all that, I'll take him. There's Real Mudo, and there's him, and, of course, Yadier, and there's still a couple other pretty good catchers out there, but – um, I promise you to have him on your team as your catcher, I think almost every major league team would take that.
1: What's your philosophy on, on, on teaching pitch framing? Um,
0: I'm, okay, uh, imagine this. Take a solo cup you know, with a pointy cup at the end. Mm-hmm. If you use for water, put that point at your chest and think about the, the uh, circumference of the, uh, the cup itself. And every ball that you catch along the rim of that cup you kind of, as you receive it, you bring it back to the point. Uh, not, you don't jerk it back, you gradually, uh, permit the, uh, momentum of the ball to bring it back into the point. So when you're catching the edges, um, if I'm, if the ball's to my left as a catcher, I want to get outside the ball. If the ball's down, I want to get under the ball mentally. And believe me, that works. The concept of getting under the ball mentally works. And you get under the ball mentally, and you're able to get and receive it and bring it up as opposed to push it down. The ball away, to my right, again, I want to get outside that. And the ball up, again, of course, you want to get over it. Every breaking ball, you want to let it travel when it's coming at you high. Every breaking ball low, you want to go out and get it to present it as a strike. So the best way I could describe it, and I think it's a real easy way to determine that, is imagine you're catching with a solo cup stuck in your chest, and you want to catch everything on the on the border, around, and bring it back to you softly.
1: If you want to understand why Joe's a really good manager, a lot of it is in that bite. He made it so clear, like visually. Like as you're sitting there, you can imagine exactly what he's talking about when he's talking about the the water cooler cup with the pointy end attached to your chest and then trying I'm literally moving in the studios. I'm <laughs> explaining it, trying to catch it with your chest, catch it with your chest. I love that. Like it was so fun to watch the, the tech screen as Joe was talking about that stuff and seeing people like react to it. Like, yeah, like you got something out of it. You learn. It's part of the reason why I wanted to do this segment on on, on the podcast today So that people could enjoy it. But I thought that was so dope. Like him talking about pitch framing. And and Wilson Contreras ranks at the bottom of pitch framers in Major League Baseball. And it's something that, again, that he's trying to get better at. But I, I do love Joe as teacher. Trying to make it as simple as possible. Giving you a visualization that's going to help in regards to you learning a a new part of your trade. What he said about the other things that Contreras does is also significant. That, yes, you are going to give up a little bit on that end of it until he gets comfortable doing it. But because of his athleticism, because of that crazy arm strength that he has, you're going to want him back there more often than not. I think eventually Contreras moves from the position more often because you want to hold on to that athleticism and catching is a place where athleticism goes to die. That being said, you want a guy that's going to put in as much work as they can to try and get better. And I think that that's what you're getting with with Wilson Contreras. And we'll see by the end of the season if that continues. If, if he's moving up the rankings a little bit, if he looks more comfortable when he's framing pitches than he has in the past. So that was one conversation that I had. The other conversation that I had was with James McCann, who's the catcher for the White Sox. And since I had a catcher on the phone, an active catcher in the league, I wanted to continue that conversation with someone who's also good at explaining things. To give you some background on this, I went to White Sox a few weeks ago, and I occasionally will go to the ballpark, and sometimes I'm scouting out people to bring on the show. People who have interesting things to say, people who are good at explaining things, interesting personalities, like that sort of thing. Along with trying to pick up whatever it is I can pick up from the clubhouse. Like I try to listen, I try to add my own questions in there, Occasionally, I try not to step on beat writers' toes or anything like that. But I had a really great conversation with James McCann after everyone had kind of finished talking to him about what was going to happen that day and his thoughts on the pitcher and this that and the, and the other. And I went back. You know, it, it's called a double back in, in the business. I double back and I asked him about Lucas Giolito's changeup. And repeatable motion, as he calls it, tunneling. Making every pitch look the same, no matter what type of pitch it is. And that once Giolito did that, he was going to be a better pitcher overall. And you have seen that he has been a much better pitcher. Just phenomenal. That last start he had on Sunday. My goodness. Sexy. That's a sexy start. So I wanted to, because he was good at it, and I was like, okay, well, let's take that next step. Let's see if he's good on the air. So I invited James McCann onto the air, and he was as good as I expected him to be, even better. There were people who texted and said, I thought I was listening to a manager. I didn't realize that I was listening to a player. Well, that's what happens when you have smart players. I I love talking with smart guys about what it is they do no matter what they do. So I broached the subject about being a defensive catcher and pitch framing with James McCann and we also talked a little bit about some of the the players, the the catchers that he models himself after, so you can get kind of an idea of where he's coming from. James, we've actually had a, a couple d- good discussions about framing uh, on the show over the last couple of days. What's your philosophy on on framing? So, uh, framing to me
2: is uh, it, it's something that's always been there. Um, you know, catchers even before there's stats for it. Uh, talked about stealing strikes. That that's that's been an art of catching for for a long, long time. Um, the the stat that goes with framing is a tough stat for me to fully get behind. Uh, while I do watch, look at my framing numbers, and I I go back and I look at why didn't I get this pitch called a strike, or why did I get this pitch called a strike, whatever it may be. Uh, it's a very um, it's a very different stat in in baseball. You know, in baseball you have out, safe, hit. You know, not a not a hit, you know, run scored, not a run scored, whatever it may be. Well, with framing, there's a lot of human elements that go into it. Um, you have the human element of the umpire. You have the human element of the pitcher on the mound. Uh, if, if a pitcher is hitting his spots, you're going to get more calls than a guy that's a little bit more erratic. Uh, so there's a lot of a lot of variations that go into it and a lot of variables that are that are hard uh, to truly um, you know quantify as a stat. Uh, but with that being said, it is something that that I pay close attention to, and um, I'm all, I'm constantly watching other catchers that uh, are are doing out well, and what are they doing? What how can I implement that into my game and 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 get more strikes called?
1: Who was the the catcher that you when you were younger? You said, man, I I want to be him.
2: Uh, there was two guys that I really really liked. Um, I I liked uh, Matheny, Mike Matheny. I liked the way uh, you know I just remember watching him in between innings, blocking pitches in the dirt, and I mean knowing that there's nothing on the line there, and he's still you know working his tail off, uh, for his pitcher. Um, and the other guy was, was Jason Veritek. Uh, You know watching him, the the way he was a leader for the Red Sox, um, the way he managed that pitching staff,
1: and just everything that went into his game. Uh, I, I really enjoyed watching him. I'm with James on framing as a stat is difficult. I really am. It's because it's both art and science, I think it's difficult. But Major League Baseball is so advanced now with the camera positions and the amount of cameras around. And, I mean, the whole thing that set this off when when I was talking about J.D., because they have the pitch tracks technology of where the ball crossed the plate where a catcher catches it is fair game to discuss. And if you can steal more strikes, and I get that we're basically talking about cheating in most regards. Although in in the case of Hendricks and Contreras, we are talking about a pitch that actually was a strike that didn't get called a strike because of how the catcher received it. So I was fascinated by this. I hope that you learned something from it. I'd love to get your feedback on it. You can hit me up on Twitter, at Lawrence W. Holmes is where you can find me. That's where I am on Instagram as well. I'm going to try to do more of these. And if if I have more people talking about pitch framing, maybe I'll come back to this one and, and do like a little addition in one of the Loho Daily. So I hope that you got something out of it. You heard from two really smart guys about the concept of framing. And if you're a youngster, for all you youngsters out there, Steve Stone used to say, I hope you got something out of it too. And I'm glad that you listen to Loho Daily. We'll have something cool for you tomorrow as well. Thanks for listening.